Hello everybody, this is Josh with the This Is It podcast, and today, well I messed up, today, and today I have in the band Harbor, uh, specifically the dudes Cameron and Jay. Fellas, how's it going? Really well, how are you? Good. So, I was just talking to you guys, I saw you guys released like a, was it an EP? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, six songs. Six songs. Yeah. Yeah. Six songs, it's called Indigo. Um, yeah, we just had a lot of fun recording it and writing it. Is, um, it's got some new stuff and some old stuff we redone and I don't know, just just a things coming together, you know, different things that we liked and didn't like. And yeah, we we've been playing as I guess under the name Harbor for a while, but we've always had like so many member changes and like kind of like genre changes. Yeah, and this is like the first thing <clears throat> we've released. I feel like that's like captures really what kind of band we want to be. So, like, who are, like, the two, like, who are the main constant members if there's so many, like, changes? Um, the, the main members, like, the core members have always been me, Cameron, and our bass player, Austin. Um, we started a couple of years ago when, like, I'd always wanted to be in a band, because uh, I'd just play guitar and stuff, and, uh, I finally got to a point to where I felt comfortable enough, like, playing live, and, like, I'd already made all these friends who were playing in bands and touring and stuff and I knew that's something that I wanted to do so I just finally like hit them up and was like hey let's play some music together and um Cameron said no at first but, <laughs> <laughs> but after a little convincing this dude was like finally got his dreams together yeah, nah yeah. fam <laughs> yeah um but yeah fine like like well cause cause he was kind of busy at the time and like uh like I know you didn't want to like start in something that wasn't that wasn't like a hundred percent like trying to try to be yeah. productive and stuff. So um, I think once he saw we were trying pretty hard to get on the road and write some music and stuff, he uh, uh, kind of warmed up to the idea. But yeah, like we we just um, it's just been the three of us mainly and a bunch of trial and error and uh, um, it all kind of worked up to to me singing and playing guitar which originally I was just playing guitar um and Cameron played drums for a little bit and, <laughs> and now he just plays guitar but like we we have a I like I like the dynamic that we have now because it's we just get along really well traveling and stuff and it's just just really fun and also we we get to play music that we like and you know I don't know so yeah pretty enjoyable experience with with all these dudes I really like working with them yeah we uh I know we used to be not too many people remember that much but like we used to be like a hardcore band I heard about that screamo and stuff (laughs) like that and uh yeah that we did one tour Mm -hmm. as that and it didn't go so well (laughs) yeah well like just to sum that up like super quickly it's just like some of the some of the guys just like just didn't want to tour yeah we had some guys in our band that just like they weren't ready for that type of I guess commitment to your time and money and efforts and uh yeah yeah and also like the hardcore scene is just like I don't know it's it's still good I can't you know honestly good conscience say that it's bad because like I'm not as involved in it as I used to yeah, be, but the yeah. hardcore scene was just hard for us to get into. Yeah, it was definitely, definitely hard for us. We were too much of a mix between <laughs> yeah, so hardcore we didn't... and like indie rock. So like a lot of the bands too heavy. Or, yeah, like too heavy, or just or just like and too was... too calm and quiet. Yeah, so it felt like this weird mix of yeah, yeah, yeah. very yeah. awkward mix. And like when we toured, a lot of the contacts that I had were just hardcore show promoters, and that's what they booked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I don't know, we just never felt like we fit in any of those yeah. shows. <laughs> yeah, and, and not to mention, even at the time, like, like all, all of us in Harvard, like, hardcore kids, like, we all started out, like, playing those kind of shows and listening to that kind of music, and that's really where, like, all of it got started. But at that point in time, like, we, like, we weren't listening to a lot of hardcore, like, weren't, weren't going to see a lot of big hardcore shows, and it was just, like... Now, now with the stuff that we're playing, uh, now and pretty soon after, then like it just felt kind of more comfortable to like 
okay, finally, like, we're playing some stuff that we, like, yeah, we, our roots are in this, but, like, this is the kind of stuff we're into right now, so so it felt pretty good to kind of make that transition. When listening to you guys, it's, like, it's, it's so funny to say you guys are hardcore in, like, because I don't see it <laughs> yeah, from the music yeah. you make now, yeah. and you guys, like, even fit in, like, an odd spot in the Hasbro music scene where it's, like, I don't really yeah. hear any other band doing the style you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I think... I think that's why uh, we we feel so like compelled to like get on the road and like go see different things and go to different places is because like not that Hattiesburg not that there's not a place for us in Hattiesburg it's just that like um, just with what we're doing we just try our hand at like you know mm-hmm. a lot of different places a lot of college college towns and and cities all around and try to you know just make contacts and have fun. Yep. How would you describe your guy experience on the road? Because I've wanted to ask somebody about this. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you what do you mean? Let's like just is it enjoyable? Is there like, it's a, it, it's enjoyable in the sense that it's enjoyable for people who really want to do it. Yeah, um, you've got to really want to do it because it's def it's definitely work. It's not like, like when you when you go, it's like, yeah, I get to go to. New York and Colorado and just all these like cool different places and but it's like I'm I'm sleeping in terrible conditions and I'm like um <laughs> my diet is super poor my hygiene's getting lower and like like in the abstract that sounds kind of neat you know yeah. but like but like when it's like yeah a lot of day people, nine yeah. and it's like I literally just haven't gotten an opportunity to shower or something you know or like we've been sleeping in the van for four days like it's it, it's kind of like mentally taxing but you know it's it's really worth it when when you can post cool videos and like post cool music or music that you think is cool and like stuff that you worked hard on like it's it's cool to see like that stuff kind of blossom when when you like uh, I don't know after after you put all this work in and like been like grinding out like yeah. it's just it's just kind of cool to like be there and see see the stuff that you're making come true yeah. you know cause like like even even like booking a tour like it's it's really cool to kind of like see the dates on paper you know and like like talk about them for the like months before you even go but like that really doesn't mean anything until you're, you do it until you're playing that show you know what I mean because like Shows drop, you know, dates yeah, change. It can get really stressful yeah. um, financially as well. Just like going out. Um, I mean, to answer your question, I absolutely love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. want to sound like I'm complaining. No, about it. no. <laughs> the realities of it is it's, uh, yeah, financially, like especially for bands our size, I know once you get like a lot more successful than us, um, it gets a lot easier on you financially. Yeah, but for us, yeah, like, yeah. But you have to make band. sure you make the amount that, because like, Hauling all your gear around and five dudes around yeah. in a yeah. um, in a fifteen passenger van is is a pain with on <laughs> gas yeah. and stuff like that. So uh, you have to make sure you compensate, like you make that. And once you get to the point, which it happens to every band at some point, I don't care how big they are, but at some point, bands have like kind of been in the red and had to dig into their own pockets. <laughs> yeah. Money. yeah. But once you get to that yeah. point, it's absolutely terrible. But uh, as long as you're staying, you know, above and afloat yeah. financially, it's super enjoyable. Yeah, it's... <laughs> when it's... you get close to that line, because, <laughs> like, our last tour, when we were, we didn't know how much tolls were in New York City. Yeah, <laughs> how much is a toll? We were just, the one to get into Manhattan was uh, $24, $24. And there were about... Total amount that's of tolls... Just in, that's yeah. just getting into there. The total amount of tolls that we probably crossed on that entire uh, that day we went into New York and the day we left I don't know maybe eight nine yeah yes. like in each varying one, from varying like three <laughs> three dollars to twenty four dollars <laughs> yeah. and it was like well over like a hundred some dollars like just in toll money yeah, yeah. and the drives were long, were long and took a little bit more out of our tank than we expected stuff like that but um, as long as you plan it right yeah you know, yeah it's take care tour, touring is my favorite part of being in a band like it is it's what makes everything worth it it it's just like here i am like it makes you feel 
more productive just because you're like so far from home like mm. like you're like well I'm out here so I've gotta I gotta do it now you know yeah. I don't know it's it's pretty great like I I love it and I've I wouldn't wouldn't stop. <laughs> you know, uh, probably my favorite part is just meeting the people at the shows because, like, I don't know, it's fun meeting people who are into the same stuff as you yeah. and do the same things that you do because obviously, like, they're at your show, whether it's the, another band you're playing with or just people there to hang out, it's people you have so much in common with already. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can <clears throat> make a lot of, like, you know, long-lasting friendships off yeah. of being on the road. Yeah. That's always really rewarding. What do you think is like the best show you guys played on this last tour you just came off of? Oh boy, Def- yeah, probably Canada. Canada. What? Ha- probably please talk about Canada. <laughs> okay, we um, played in a town called uh, Waterloo in Ontario. Yeah, and it was a house show mm-hmm. in a basement. Ooh, and that we, was insane. Yeah, we didn't we didn't really know what we were getting into. We uh, we pulled up in this like frozen like beautiful wasteland of just, <laughs> you know just beautiful people and and so we we get out and we're loading in and stuff and like we walk in and they're already like a bunch of people and like like I've got like business on my brain so I'm like trying to be like okay who lives here yeah where do I put my stuff like when are we going on and stuff like that and they were just like so down to just hang out so <laughs> so like after we find everything you know like like where we're gonna go um like we we just talk to these people and they're super excited to have us because we're from so far away and and like the bands that played before us were were like super awesome and like like we're we made friends with them and stuff and like when when it was our time to play like like there was no standing room. Like it was, they were they not were, even for us. Yeah, they were, they were so many people, and we were so drunk, and it was just so like like words can't describe how how cool all these people were, and just just how excited like we all were. You know, like like it was such a weird, cool experience that like I don't know. It's definitely. It's probably my favorite show I've ever played in my life oh, yeah. because because it was just so weird. Like like before we even went on, like me and me and Cameron like walked up to each other like, what are we doing? <laughs> like how did we get here? Why you are we know? in Canada? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was crazy. Like and getting into Canada was, was a weird thing. Game. They like searched our van, of course, and like ran background checks it was, it was pretty scary like yeah we had to go make, immigration yeah make sure if you go suit. you're really prepared oh yeah we were not prepared at all I mean I've I've been to Canada not prepared I'm enough. from Detroit so I've been to Canada before when I was younger like much mm-hmm. younger once or twice and it's a lot different when you're in a vehicle full of young people than yeah. when you're in like a a small family in a tiny car yeah yeah a small <laughs> they, family with like actual things to yeah. do out there you, you know just like a bunch of rowdy homeless looking yeah young people i mean we pulled up and they were just like all right guys where's the drugs the new Orleans, <laughs> the yeah new we're license like plate. hey man we knew we were coming here <laughs> no drugs on board they had the thick the, like this did they have the accents just oh was <laughs> it as ridiculous as like i've heard it a is a real thing that yeah it's after it's instances. that's not an american like yeah stereotype Think of a Canadian accent, and that's pretty much how everyone there speaks. It does like vary for sure. It does, it does, but, but um, for the most part, it's definitely but, recognizable. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the first guy, like we we pulled up to the border uh, in Canada, or like like the U.S. Canadian border, and the first guy we speak to has this like the thickest Canadian accent I witnessed in Canada. You know, like, and he was the. Closest to the United States, you know? <laughs> he, he had to he represent. Was literally <laughs> yeah, on yeah, border. yeah. He was he was hard to understand. I don't know where he was from or what kind of accent it was, but it was. I think that guy was just like definitely is very French. Yeah, French it was then, it was it was pretty strong. Um, but then everyone else had your yeah. stereotypical, you know, like out in a boat, you know, <laughs> Canadian <laughs> accent. Yeah. Um, yeah. but 
I definitely, I definitely want to go back. I definitely want to see all those people again. Like it was so worth it. It was so worth it. Um, it was in the beginning of January. Yeah, a little January ish. So freezing. Was, <laughs> it was cold. It was cold. Yep. The yeah. coldest I've ever that I can remember ever being uh, was in Ohio. Yeah. We played a show. Bowling Green. When we unloaded and loaded in in negative three. Degree. <laughs> we were breathing uh, on the windows when we pulled up, and our breath was freezing on the windows. from the inside of the yeah. <laughs> and there was ice inside from our breath. Like it was stupid cold. It was ridiculous. I saw the Instagram post, and I was like, "It's great, you guys are going to tour, but it's like the Ice Age tour. You guys are going yes, on. absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, we we talked to some dudes in Canada, and we were like. We couldn't turn that down. We were yeah, like, well, I guess we got to be cold for this yeah. one. You know? Show New York City was the first one to be confirmed. Yeah, and like, yeah. Uh, and that just made it. We were like, all right, well, that's the go-ahead. November, you know? like yeah. mid-November when they gave us that date. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could. It's like, we're going. We, we, we had to. We yeah. had to. Um, and we were safe. It was fine. Yeah, It was worth it. It was really cold. But like, as long as you have snow tires, snow tires, and you mm-hmm. dress properly, yeah, yeah, you don't drive too fast, yeah, because people live up there, you know, yeah, people don't just shut down every time it gets winter time, yeah. So it's doable for any bands listening that want to try it. Yeah, <laughs> you can try it. You can, and that's just well worth it. I feel yeah. like, you know, um, yeah, that's that's just so awesome. You guys on tour. I was talking to Bryce about this, and he was mm-hmm. like. This is exactly what it wants bands to be doing. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because yeah. like, I mean, you you got to you got to tour if you if you want to stay busy. You just gotta you just gotta hit the road. You gotta record stuff and travel with it. I feel like I feel like that's such an important part of being in a band, especially being in a like small like working class band. You know, yeah. like like being being in a small band you. You just have to travel mm-hmm. and and stay on your internet game, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ban- bands bands have to do that. I feel like there's so many bands I've seen just like would play like maybe th- their own state, but just won't yeah. leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I mean, which is it's it is hard. So I mean, I, I, I understand like you know bands that are struggling and trying to get out there and stuff like that yeah but yeah as long as it's something you want because it's you have to give up so much more than like what you originally think going into it because yeah. a lot of bands they hit that line when they realize that they're like jobs and like living situations and all that is at stake yeah you know you kind of have to base your entire life around your the fact that you tore a band like yeah you have to get the right Absolutely. kind of job that lets you do it you have to live in the right kind of places that are affordable enough for you to leave for yeah. weeks or months at a time and like yeah. a lot of bands hit that line like they're trying really really hard but they hit that line they're like yeah they're like man I got work I got yeah. school I got rent which and it's like super understandable yeah totally absolutely do that, but. but like all of us are eating ramen noodles and, <laughs> and like work at places that are pretty forgiving on tour and like yeah. you know it, like like all of us have quit school like it's just like I mean it's doable if you if you you know still keep all those things but it's like it's definitely harder I feel like mm-hmm. you know it's definitely harder to tour as much as you want to around the school schedule and like you know like tour as much as you want if you have if you have like a job that that only lets you get X amount of vacation time or something like that like I'm, I'm sure it's pretty hard to work around that stuff yeah at least all the people I've seen like been successful in bands I've seen like I know are not in school right now yeah so it seems like a running trend yeah 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 um well just the way that I look at it is you know like school school is still attainable you know it's they're you know they want you to go so they're gonna make it available for most people you know uh but but being in a band that tours is something that could just like die, you know, like yeah. it, like your your opportunity to tour with a band is is not something that you can return to, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and if it is, that's awesome. But like, like, am I like I had to ask myself at a certain point, like when I was in school, it was like, 
am I willing to to you know postpone band stuff to do school right now and then hopefully pick up band stuff and it just like my answer was just you know I feel like school will still be here you know <laughs> yeah which may be which may be a silly idea but you know Works for us. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me in the present time. <laughs> it's kind of the mindset you have to have. Let's <laughs> just think about what's going to work right now. Yeah. If you focus on the future too far in the future, you're going to like, scare yourself. <laughs> oh, boy. Tell me about it. Yeah. That's interesting, because you're in two bands. Because you're in the Harbor and Dub Music Company, so like, yeah. you got to like... <laughs> yeah, Dub Music Co. is really fun. Uh, it's... Uh, Mo- mainly very local. They haven't really left too far, so it's pretty easy to balance both of them. But so. yeah. we used to play shows like the same show a lot, but that hasn't happened in a long time. At Harbor Dome Musical, used to play like, and we share <laughs> our bass player and, and yeah, no, no. so we uh, used to just play two sets in the same show. It's kind of goofy looking. At it. like, <laughs> so, that's why we stopped doing that. Yeah, because it's like, <laughs> all right, you guys stay up there, you know, like. It's kind of goofy looking sometimes, yeah. but uh, I would do it again if we had to. But yeah, just keep the equipment. Don't even like change. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just, I just the tune like we, one string. <laughs> We've definitely done that. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, but that's what it's about, you know. Like you, I just I just want to be out there playing shows all the time. <laughs> you know, I do. Um, just as far from home as I can get, and you know, in the hometown, you know, right outside, anywhere, yeah. anywhere, I'll do it. <laughs> So you, okay, so you said like I saw your thing and you kind of described like on the page it said like shoegaze. Yeah, but I don't. This is me. I don't really hear shoegaze. Like, what was like the influence like of certain bands? Like, there's certain shoegaze bands like that you heard that kind of influenced the sound. That there's so much stuff. There's so much stuff. Yeah. Um, we really like, you know, some just shoegaze kind of bands like like dive and like yeah. instrumentation is. Yeah. I get a big inspiration from shoegaze bands. Like I just yeah. love putting a bunch of effects and spacey sounding yeah. guitars and uh, then we twinkly leads. Yeah, and <laughs> we're also really influenced, I guess, by the song structures themselves. Yeah, like vocals and stuff. We're influenced by like more of a rock sound. I don't know, like bouncing composure and like type stuff. Yeah, stuff like that. Cause, cause that all kind of goes back to like. We definitely started listening yeah, to hardcore we're, stuff. We're still transitioning. <laughs> we're um, still in the middle, but um, yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So I don't know. So many things. We listen to so many different things. What do you guys like listen to on the road? On the road, um, you know, it it really varies. Sometimes, sometimes we'll just go hours. Maybe with days no with no music. <laughs> we just we just shout over each other. Not in a negative way, but in in like shouting on. inside jokes back and forth all hours of the night. Sometimes we'll just sit there in silence and text each other and It helps it, in my opinion it helps, you know, everyone stay awake on this long drive. Yeah, We're like if you have to stay awake yeah. better when instead of listening to music. Granted, we don't do this on purpose to avoid people falling asleep <laughs> yeah. we just happen to do yeah. but I think it works out that's a byproduct because <laughs> yeah. like we just shout and just be stupid and play around I don't know and then uh, we sometimes honestly do like no exaggeration go like two days without even plugging anything in the yeah. box yeah <laughs> no music for like a couple days because we'll just be like I don't know, just shouting at each other. But when we do listen to music, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, oh boy, you know, we really, I don't know, we've listened to everything Mac DeMarco's put out. We listened to Old Crow Madison Show. Listen to man, Acidies Burn, Balancing Composure. God, knocked loose, back. <laughs> you know, like it, it's they're. There's so many things, you know. We and and a lot of times we'll just put them up, like, like Willis, Willis, Willis Smith has a new album. Oh my god! You said, yeah, we said Will Smith. I was like, <laughs> no. oh please, no. Willis, Willow Smith. Woo, her stuff is so it. good. Yeah, we jam um, that a lot. Um, we we listened to a lot of Kanye on this last tour. Did because that's like 
I, I broke my iPhone 6, so now I have this 5, and it used to be my brother's, and the only music he put on there was Life of Pablo, so, like, that's all we've been listening to, <laughs> or, like, we've just been listening to Kanye. Listen like, to Drake the entire yeah. time you're in Toronto. Oh, yeah. Really? Just when we were in Toronto. <laughs> to get in the mood. <laughs> we just yeah. to be in the 6. We, went to the, we went to the OVO store for a little bit, like, like yeah, it was, it was really cool, but... Yeah, all all the way down the street, we just listened. To, <laughs> we just listened to Drake. Man, no Justin Bieber when we were there though. So. No, forgot about him. The Rush. Mm, yeah. <laughs> just Drake. <laughs> just Drake. Shout, Drake and back to Marco mm. in Canada. I see. You see, you kind of slightly like Mac DeMarco, so that's not oh, like boy. that. Sub- <laughs> I like their. I like his like first album, like that real one with yeah. all. I guess all the. The bangers. The bangers. I listened to that whole one a bunch, but yeah. As far as his later stuff, Mm -hmm. I haven't really gotten into. Same, actually. I don't know, but there's just so much stuff we cycle through. Some of it is like we'll go on tangents and just go back in time to music that we don't even don't even like anymore. (laughs) But we're just playing these records that we you know listen to for forever, and you know, so. So, so many things. I don't, I can't even, you know, that's just a list of a few of them. Yeah. And I just, something about you guys sound is just so, ah, it's, it's very, like it's in a dream, kind of, sort of, you know, mm-hmm. and then you guys did describe as dream pop, I think, too, on your page, but it's just, like, I've seen you guys uh, live twice. Mm-hmm. More Bryce, on the house show, yeah. at Clay's house. And every time, I'm just like, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're taken out of body for a minute in this dreamlike kind of state. Yeah, we, I, that's awesome. We just, we just want to be really reverby and washy and, <laughs> and spacey. I don't know, I don't know. It's just, like, we get, we get a lot of influence from, from, like, from all those like pop artists that that have those like you know super super reverby vocals and like like Lana Ray yeah yeah like, well like yeah, a little bit like um like Frank Ocean stuff uh, and Abra definitely uh just like it's like I can't I'm like I always get like frozen and put on the spot when I try to think of specifics yeah specific artists but uh there's definitely some like cool pop that that has like a dreamy aspect to it that we we listen to and like pull some inspiration from like I I don't know I just really like that soft reverby washy sound washed out yeah washed out's a good example of some reverby stuff you know now now is also a really big influence that's my favorite band in the world now now they're they're so good so so just all those things just kind of mixed around in our head and us trying to trying to be productive and we're also like in a way that we like we're also like a bunch of like pedal and gear nerds <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's like that's probably like getting, where a lot of it comes from <laughs> in all honesty I like getting new equipment and just like yeah using it when it's not even necessary absolutely <laughs> absolutely another octave pedal here I just, yeah, I just want to make sound you know <laughs> Because, like, you get like, use a lot of pedals, but it's all, like, for a purpose. Because I've been in bands where people use pedals, and it just doesn't sound good yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Me, me and Cameron definitely, like, have each other's backs in terms of tone. Like, we we critique each other and, like, walk away from the stage and listen and try to figure out, like, what sounds good and, you know. And, I mean, we always set our tone, like, you know, amp and then like one pedal at a time like back and forth until you know you kind of like make make this like little soundscape of of like what what you're trying to go for like yeah and we, i've also been uh playing in bands like my whole life where you're just yeah yeah just kind of like guitars bass and drums and that's like as far as instrumentation that's like it yeah and then i kind of like just kind of got tired of that and since that's still what we have like we don't I would like to musically mature in the future, uh, like to have more instruments and types of instruments yeah. and types of sounds, you know, keyboards and yeah. tambourines and just kind of like a bigger 
Pain and xylophone, I don't know. But uh yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um as far as right now that's kinda of the reason why I really like effects and stuff like that, because you can kind of gradually move away from just that simple guitar yeah. bass drum sound. Yeah. You can give yourself like a, a little more texture own, here and there. You can make your own sounds that are like hard to imitate. Yeah. Yeah. And uh and use that to make music and I like that a lot. So if you guys have like all the money at your disposal, would you just create like this grand... <laughs> Someone would have to stop me. Someone would have to physically take my money away. I probably would. Because, you know, I would have an even bigger board, have better amps, better guitars. Man, that'd be number one. I would like to get a keyboard player at some point. Yeah. It's so hard to find a keyboard player around yeah, here, though. It is. It is. There's like only like eight bands, like maybe like a few bands I've seen around here. Like I think Living Together was one that had like yeah, a keyboard yeah, player. Yeah, I've listened to their stuff. They are really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's I would like to one day, but I don't yeah. know. We'll see. <laughs> what <laughs> if they just like waltz into our lives at some point? We'll see what they have to offer. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Which has been. Most of what we've done the whole time. Guy just like comes with the piano, like, so this works? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm, it's just. You guys can seem like to make, all of you guys can like make your own solo stuff, you know, if you wanted to, but guys come together. Because I've seen Colin has his own solo stuff. Mm-hmm. I've seen your W's company, and I, I gotta assume you have your own solo stuff too. Yeah, not I do like May stuff. Yeah. I don't really <laughs> put yeah. anything out under my name, but yeah. we I don't know. We we actually always <laughs> talk about it, but never yeah. do it. But yeah. like, um, about doing just different things individually, like yeah. with each other, like pairing off and like mm-hmm. just calling I had some stuff we were talking about one time, and like Jay and I were talking about some stuff one time, and uh, Austin wants to do like other punk stuff, but like. Maybe one day we'll do it. Out there. Yeah, we're yeah. just like, cause we just all listen to it, like we said, like still need different so times to like that. We, it's fun playing Harbor stuff, but every now and again you get a taste for doing yeah. things that we don't normally do. Yeah, cause this is this is kind of our main. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is what we try to put the most effort behind and push and keep keep as much attention on it as we can to to do some cool stuff. So, the the downside to that is not being able to like just blast out content of our own. But but the upside is seeing all these cool, beautiful places, meeting all these co- cool, beautiful people. You know. What is the one location you guys still like? I mean, you guys maybe go to Europe. You know, like one oh place boy. you want to play. <clears throat> um, we I really. Harbor specifically because yeah. like Austin and I have been other bands that have done West Coast stuff but mm-hmm. Harbor has never done any West Coast stuff yeah. and that's definitely what we have planned yeah. for this year California California uh, like yeah California up to Seattle and yeah. maybe Vancouver has been has been talked about with talked some, about we've yeah. discussing it with some people that can help us out so we're crossing our fingers that all that works out but I'm pretty sure we're gonna have a West Coast run this summer so yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited about that that's looking pretty promising so far. You guys need to shout out. Yeah, maybe we'll do Vancouver this summer. I don't know. Well, <laughs> well, I mean, I hope it's a long as way. As long away. as they let us over the border. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be better prepared next. Time. The same security guards back. Like, oh, same. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys are round two guys. Yeah, get out, get out of the van. But yeah, definitely West Coast. Yeah, um, because yeah. it's so beautiful out there. Yeah, I've heard there was great scenes out there. Can't wait to see. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not going to be negative three degrees. Yeah. yeah be, <laughs> oh boy. It'll be maybe in the hundreds. You know. Yeah. Well, we we've toured to Texas a few times and like it's been like one oh six. So like, <laughs> I'm trying to not be in the south, you know, for that kind of weather anymore. I'm from New Orleans, so I'm just used to that kind of weather. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. But you're from Detroit, so you think like at least the negative temperatures like would be. <laughs> yeah, I mean when I dress for it, it doesn't bother me at all. You know, it's just when it kind of sneaks up on you, especially living in Mississippi, it sneaks up on you a yeah, lot. Yeah, you're so conditioned. <laughs> you're conditioned to. I leave the house with just like a, this, the thinnest jacket and like. You go eat lunch and then you go. I thought it was down. just regular cold, but it's yeah. actually just like piercingly cold. Yeah. The winter. That weird like wet. 
cold. The humidity. Yeah. yeah. I got a funny story about you guys, actually. Please. <laughs> this, is, this is a long story. So, um, before, like, Colin, like, uh, I think before, like, he really, like, started, like, committing to Harbor, I guess. Mm-hmm. He's in the band with me and, like, my friend, Sam. And he was like, hey, dude, I'm leaving the band <laughs> so I can, like, do, like, some, like, um, play for this church thing, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah. like, I think a little bit, little bit shortly after that, he joined you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and so my best friend was like, man, fuck Colin. How could he diss us and join this other band? He's like, fuck it. I was just like, dude, like, first of all, I if someone utilizing the talents I can't get mad at, you know? Yeah. Because, like, they're a musician. They should love to play. You yeah. should be mad because someone else uses them. Yeah. You know? Like I'm sure, like people in Desert Music Company, I can be like cameras in two bands, no. like yeah. like burns your drums, like burns yeah. your guitars and shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had no idea. That is amazing. Yeah. I just remember, like I, it's like I saw like a poster of like um you guys show showing like the art department one day, and I was like, yeah. that's the band. He's playing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so my yeah. bass player like does not like Colin anymore, oh, or no. yeah, a former bass player doesn't like Colin anymore because Man. of that. That sucks. <laughs> Bambi, that, that guy. <laughs> oh no, Colin. Colin is a really, really good drummer, and he's really, really easy to work with. He's just, he's just a really good dude all over. Um, yeah, he plays everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's always, you know, practiced up on the stuff. You know, he's just ready to go, which is really, really convenient when, like when like you're stressing about so many other things and it's just good to like have a practice that's just kind of seamless and then you're like okay fine we've had like we've there's go. been like what <laughs> some ridiculous like six seven drummers <laughs> since the beginning of Harper's oh my god history. since the beginning of Harper's history it uh, makes me want to cry it's been kind of crazy but yeah uh, it's just cause like schedules or everything yeah you know, it's everything from like mostly schedules sometimes like location is difficult uh yeah, like there, there's just so many different things that have caused people to come and go, and and it really just always comes down to like me, Cameron, and Austin sitting around being like, "What's the next step?" Like for for us, yeah. Um, there's a button on the dude ready to lead his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like I've, they're definitely everybody who's been in Harbor has been. It's been fun. Yeah, it's, it's we're all on good terms with it. For the most part. For the most part, we're on good terms with everyone. I mean, we don't, like, hang out every day with everyone. Yeah. Because two of them, I think, don't even live in close to Hattiesburg, so. Mm-hmm. But two for the, the most drummers, part, yeah, two of the drummers. So for the most part, we're still, like, friends with everybody. There's no yeah. band beef for bad blood. So yeah. that's always nice. Because yeah. I've seen that happen with other people. <laughs> it's miserable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How is there a band? I I've never understood that. Like, how can be beef between like two bands? Like, between two bands? Yeah. Like, two tip- oh boy, I didn't. I, me neither. I don't know. Yeah, Hasbro's really good about that. Um, yeah. I just I hope everybody's playing shows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hasbro's pretty good about that. You know, as long as you're like down to earth and like to play music, other yeah. people like to play music with you. Yeah. No problems. Yeah. I mean, as long as people see that you're like working hard too, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's still gonna be that one person gonna hate on you though. Just, oh, yeah. <laughs> just gonna, oh yeah. yeah, every time. But it's okay, you know, cause, cause like, we just trying to, we just trying to travel, you know, write some, write some tunes, write some riffs, tunes that we lo- we like, you know. What do you think is the fairest song you guys ever written? Oh boy. Cause I'm gonna put you on the spot. <laughs> um, man, know, depends on the mood though, man. Honestly. Yeah, <laughs> some of them I. I think are, you know, kind of upbeat and uplifting and good if I'm feeling inspired or yeah. reminiscing about something nice. And some of them are a little bit more aggressive and loud if I'm feeling, if I want to play something aggressive and loud. Mm. So it depends on, like, every night. Uh, I don't know. I have a different song that I'm, like, really looking forward to playing. Yeah. Yeah, but, same. I, but I, I definitely don't know which one is our best or my favorite because like everything we've ever released I've been like okay sick this is a little better than the last yeah, that's always, <laughs> so like it's definitely the, the newer the better to me yeah but, yeah. Um, so that's kind of my answer whatever's yeah. the newest <laughs> is, the, is the best yeah newest is the best 
Because that's basically true. yeah. <laughs> Which is definitely the way it should be. <laughs> sure. I feel like yeah. So do you like you talking about like a banger? Do you strive to make every song a banger? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I think. I think we we look at it mostly like like what can make our you know our live performance like a yeah. enjoyable time we definitely write for uh live being a live band yeah. like yeah. we as far as like releasing the songs like you know obviously put a lot of effort into that but like yeah when we actually like write i think about what it's gonna be like playing it yeah before i think about yeah. what it's gonna sound like on the record absolutely and yeah, I still can't pick a favorite though. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, that that live is is just so important, and that's just kind of kind of what we what we write to, you know, is that live performance. Every time I see the audiences you guys shows, it's just like people just like play this song mouthing the words and I've seen a lot of bands live but not every audience does that you know yeah. some people just kind of slightly nod and yeah. dance maybe but yeah. there's just like such a critical reaction like seeing you guys play yeah it's yeah. really fun I I love playing Hattiesburg like like we played here Saturday and it was just it was just really fun like everybody came and hung out and it was like it had been it had been such a long time since we Player. Yeah, we don't play here as much as I feel like we should, but we're um, going to start though. Yeah, we're going to start. <laughs> Wait, once we got back from this last tour, we were like, "All right, Hattiesburg, we got you. Like, we we got to play here more." Because um, we all love it. It's just that we're so like, we just we just want to go. Yeah, we just want to yeah. go. Um, but I don't know. Like, it's it's just such a good experience playing in Hattiesburg like every time we do I'm just like yeah. man this was great mm-hmm. Hattiesburg's like one of the or currently like where music is right now in Hattiesburg I, this is like the time where we have the most people just going to shows for the sake yeah. of going like yeah. it used to be or it feels like to me it used to be people would only go if they're like if their band's playing yeah. or if their friend's band's are playing but like there's people that are just excited to go watch music and dance now. Yeah. And they don't know anybody there. They don't know any of the bands. They just know there are bands that are punk or loud or whatever, and they just want to go check it out. And that's awesome. Yeah. And I'm seeing that a lot. Is there any scene in Mississippi you guys can think does like this one? Mississippi? Um, we played in Oxford, and yeah. that was really exciting. Oxford was really fun. Um, but I don't, I don't know if anything's as like, consistent and like vibrant. That's yeah. Hattiesburg. Not that I know. Like of. Hattiesburg is a, a special place. Like like even even like touring and traveling around like like Hattiesburg is definitely up there with with cool places to play and like every like touring band we've played with in Hattiesburg or went I've gone to see in Hattiesburg is also is they've always been like blown away by like yeah how excited people are for a bunch of strangers from around the country yeah, yeah. and that's really it is because people here are just excited about music and that's it's like oh really you cool came you you came from a thousand miles away like to play in my little town of course I'm gonna support you that's, what, yeah. that's the way people think here so it's really good and they're like you know so many so many aspects of it like you you can just like there's so many different like genres of music and little little like holes in the wall you can play in it's just like you know you can play here a lot <laughs> you know <laughs> you got a lot of options there's been so many bands have come in they've just like been like dude I just want to stay in Hattiesburg like yeah, Bryce yeah. brought in some metal bands uh, a few weeks ago yeah. and they're just like dude, blown away yeah and it's really funny because Bryce's band has never played Hattiesburg really <laughs> 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 gotta do it <laughs> it's gotta be on that list I don't think he is <laughs> At least he said it was a running joke that like they'll just never play it. <laughs> yeah. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. Yeah. But what do you guys? Um. All right. So this is a question. So you guys like kind of like a, a pop appeal, you know? Like yeah. You you guys and the music company it certainly has this too. Yeah. So 
in the indie scene, it's like people were kind of like averse to that kind of pop styling. Have you ever like guys come in contact with people like being averse to like you guys doing <clears throat> pop ish kind well, of music? Well, that's a that's a pretty cool question because like there's definitely like well, I I think pop is like a multifaceted thing. You know, like I definitely think there's some like radio pop that is just trash, and there's just like you know somebody sits in an office and makes it and it's just like same shit it's just like boring you know but like but pop music like I don't I, I wouldn't necessarily even call us pop but we have so many pop influences you know it wouldn't hurt my feelings you know if somebody referred to us as pop because because like I mean what does that even mean it just means like music of the popular culture and that's like <laughs> like shit like we base so yeah. much of like the way we dress and you know even the way we talk and things we post on the internet around pop culture that like I mean it's definitely going to be a part of our music you know regardless of if you want it to be so like <laughs> so like would I call our stuff pop music maybe but like I don't I don't know I think I think pop music can be a lot of different things you know I don't I don't think it's I think it's kind of narrow-minded to just like say you know all to hell with like all pop music because mm -hmm. like I mean like I said there's some there's definitely some you know radio rock trash but you know <laughs> also in there like I mean Frank Ocean's like some pop music you yeah. know like and I'm not gonna bash on that guy you know he's yeah, he's, he's my hero adore everything you know? he's ever exactly about, so. you know there so so yeah like Nobody, nobody's really, like, hated on us for, for pop music, but, you know. Not that we know of. <laughs> yeah, not that we know of. But, but, you know, I mean, if they do, that's fine. It's just that, like, I feel like pop culture is such an important part of, like. Culture. Yeah, our <laughs> lives as young people that, like, yeah, it's definitely gonna, it's definitely gonna have its effect on, on, like, our creativity, you know. So, to, to hell with anybody who's like, chop all pop. conservative, like you know, only indie music. Only yeah, music. No. That well, <laughs> well, not to hell with those people. I just, think that, I just think that like the way I look at it, that I don't want to be, I don't want to like close off every door, mm -hmm. you know, before I, you know, not. I just don't want to like close the pop door yeah. altogether. Close, close the indie has door. never really helped any form of creativity. Yeah, yeah. I just want to be. I just want to be open to stuff. I want to get. I want to get tons of music that I can just listen to and just like see see what people like me are doing, you know. Mm -hmm. And then you know, make make my you know own stuff. You know, be creative in my own way. You know, and like throughout time there's just been different like stylistic you know representations of how young people are being creative and this is just ours <laughs> <laughs> so if a commercial asked you guys like it was like 10 million dollars put you on commercial in tech like would you take it just like to get the money and be like yeah it's great you know popular song on the radio wouldn't take it be like nah my indie influences would not allow me yeah, to I would take that so quick <laughs> Well, I mean, I want to be... I want to be... Visually commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Trump commercial? Y'all can die. Um, <laughs> they can die. Yeah. No, but... Um, I, I don't know. Like, I want to be a successful musician. Like, I, like that's kind of my dream, you know? So, like... But success to... I guess, success to me, or us, maybe. Yeah. For you. It's different from success for a lot of other people. A lot of yeah. people, when they hear, oh, I want to be successful, they think, oh, you just want to, you know. Be a rock star. Be a rock star. Like a stereotypical rock star. That's not my definition of successful. successful. Successful to me is just, like, have my music out to as many people who want to hear it. Yeah. Have them discover it. Um, yeah. And be able to, I don't know, tour as much as possible, as far as possible, without yeah. it being extremely draining. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, without it being, like, impractical or impossible. Yeah, that's uh, definitely that's what success is for me. Just to keep doing what I like to do, but actually be able to do it like completely being steady. Yeah, that's that's definitely that's definitely something that I would love to do. Yeah, you know? because I mean that's really why 
you know we all play this because we love playing music and like hell if, if I just get to play music way more I'm not going to be sad about that <laughs> yeah. if I just get to play music all the time you know I would not cry wouldn't be sad I mean if somebody gave me a million dollars for my stuff to be on a commercial I would do it because that means I could fund a cool tour <laughs> you know I could do a cool thing do a cool creative thing you know I, I know I'm sure being like a band is much different than it was like you know 20 years ago and like the probability of like getting rich or some shit yeah, like yeah. that is not as the same but yeah, mm-hmm. not at all it's it's become so DIY there's so many musicians right now yeah and um because well, of the internet yeah the internet's so, awesome <laughs> so now like creatives of all platforms kind of have to take care of themselves to get their stuff out there which in my opinion makes is the reason why like I feel like people are getting more and more creative as time goes on because they have to fight harder to, you know, for their creativity to be seen because they have to compete with so many other creatives. And I feel like that boosts the final whatever you create, you mm-hmm. know, whether it's art, music, yeah. or whatever. You guys are like a socially like media active band, so mm-hmm. what? explain the importance because we should do it more. That's what I'm gonna start with. <laughs> we should be more active on the internet. But I feel like I feel like the importance to that is I mean because like <clears throat> just going back to like young people being creative, like like we're we're trying to reach out to other young people and like I mean we all use our phone to stay connected to the world and like you know older people who are not as in touch would would think that that's a, a negative thing, but it's like no, I'm I'm open to to learning about anything that happens in the world in an instant, you know. So like that being said, we're always using our phone, you know. Like we're always looking at something on the internet, trying to learn something, and then like even we're being social on the internet, and like so all the more reason to 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 put your like creative stuff on the internet where you know your friends and their friends will hopefully see it and like it you know stuff like Share that it yeah know, exactly grow. like it it i feel like it's really important to 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 kind of be in the in the like sphere yeah like like movements yeah. of not of to be confused with like social media not to be confused with making yourself like look good on the internet mm-hmm. yeah it's more of a Cause I don't making know. yourself be on the internet at all, basically, just make yeah. it make it so people can see you and know you exist. That's yeah. basically like the goal, main purpose of our internet presence is to make sure people know that we're a band and yeah. know that we're doing stuff. Not necessarily to make us look good. I don't, I don't really care about. <laughs> That's um, like, you know, so secondary to, yeah. <laughs> to, to the shit I care about. I don't really. care about like you know numbers and everything. I know that sounds cliche to say, but like really, I really don't care about having all these big numbers and stuff yeah I mostly just care about like, availability yeah I just care know? about everyone I want everyone who is remotely interested to be able to see yeah it if all. you if you want to find our stuff yeah it's it I want to make it very easy to find. very easy you know because that helps that helps me be creative when people like find it you know yeah. it lets it lets us do fun things when when our shit is like readily available you know so so Internet presence is really important for for that. I think it's just just the availability of your art or whatever you're doing. You know, yeah. just being just being a click away. <laughs> <laughs> so you think like a band is like made or bre- break off their made or broken off their you know social media like Instagram, Facebook account. You know, if I'm that... I'm sure I I don't know. I feel like if you're just dark on social media, that's probably a negative thing. But I feel like if you only exist in the realm of social media that's also a negative that's probably not the best thing you know like like we are honestly not where we should be on our social media game like we we get so caught up in trying to tour and travel and stuff and and like that stuff kind of gets put on the back burner which it shouldn't be you know like we should keep up with that but but i don't know i think again it's it's just a a tool to help yeah I, i don't really think it can necessarily make or break a band. I mean, I feel like existing only in the internet yeah. can, break, can break you. Well, I feel like it can't. But yeah. as far as if you're 
really, really good band. You try really hard and you make cool music. And yeah. Yeah. And you make a lot of friends playing that music. I don't really think a lack of internet presence will break you, but I do think it will. Yeah, it definitely makes it more convenient because so many people use it. Not only more convenient for you as a band, more convenient for like anyone who wants to listen to you or any of your friends that want to find out where you're playing and stuff like that. Yeah. It's funny because like so much of like today is like about branding. Yeah. You know, so really the brand's got to be out there Mm -hmm. just to be successful. Yeah. 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 And, and like you recognize. Yeah, exactly. And if you want to do that, you just have to travel or you have to make people see it on their phones you know or I mean a mixture of the two and what a, whatever other way that you can figure out how to you know branding is really important especially when you're playing in a town far away that you're probably not going to visit again for six eight months yeah maybe a year you need to leave something behind that they're going to remember you know obviously meeting them and becoming friends with them is the best way to do it but yeah uh leaving something behind like like in their brain I guess that they can remember like an image or a yeah. you know like an idea not just your band name but an idea behind your band mm-hmm. will help them you know keep you in mind when they ever want to look you up so yeah then what is like the statement like the idea you'd make for Harbor it's like it's just like the statement you make is like your band you know um, personally, I kind of, I feel like we give off this vibe as an idea, per se, mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like I like doing the whole, like, just, like, small town Mississippi thing, because I feel like people remember that. When you leave Mississippi, like, Mississippi's such, like, a yeah. crazy anomaly. <laughs> so many people outside of Mississippi, like, I, I, I like yeah. coming from Mississippi Saying like, hey, we're from a town you've never heard of in South Mississippi, and we look and act nothing like you thought we would. Yeah. And I feel like that. Is <laughs> you so, know, I've never, I've never like idea put two people. and two together and consciously thought about that. Like when he asked that question, I was like, man, I have no idea. But but now that you say that, you're so right. Because we definitely like, as a joke, put on like way thicker southern accent but not like not like, it's not like the <laughs> hey there as soon as you get yeah, to like yeah. past the line <laughs> not not the entirety of the time but like when we're joking with each other we'll just like say a phrase you know like in, uh, some dumb country accent but oh my god yeah I didn't even think about that but we definitely ham it up I feel like, like that idea is has helped a lot of people yeah us. yeah exactly in Canada there. there were a few dudes that just referred to me as just Mississippi which is <laughs> which is alright that's yeah. fine no one ever forgot where we were from yeah. so we're Mississippi over there yeah. is. exactly people remember where we're from before they remember the name of our band yeah <laughs> they go oh my gosh Mississippi they always say that yeah exactly who are you again? They're even, you know, no one remembers the name of the town no one knows Hattiesburg they just say guys Mississippi yeah just, I mean, if that's what you need to do to remember us, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then asking, like, Mississippi, like, specific, like, stereotypical questions, like, so, you know, like... Um, a lot of, lot of Trump questions. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Especially in Canada. Because you're like, you guys support them, or... <laughs> well, they no, were they're, like... They're more wondering what it's like to be surrounded. Yeah, they just figured, by the yeah. way we looked and asked <laughs> that we didn't, you know... They're, they're, they're more I specifically Canada and other big cities are kind of yeah. they're curious what it's like to be surrounded by that kind of ideology yeah like and, like uh, we met some cool guys from the Boston area and they were just like like after we played a show we just sat down and had like a long talk like people just, just have confederate flags what <laughs> yeah they were like that's no. crazy and they were like what the fuck like, <laughs> people just have them like, yeah buy them Absolutely. It's what down here. I would like even really notice it unless you like drive far out in the country where like, fucking no one yeah, is. Yeah. Well, and Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg is a good place to be. Yeah. In in terms of like like being in the south. But I'm from I'm from uh, Laurel, which is not super bad. Laurel, Laurel, especially over the past few years, has become more progressive. But like, but like just like kind of the surrounding areas around there. Like yeah. if you go out to the country and stuff like that. Like. There's a Klansman. I saw a Klan sticker in, like, on the outskirts what? of my hometown not too long ago. Mm. I did. It was like, I, I, it made no sense to me. Like, I 
had to zoom in with my phone <laughs> and then like take a picture and zoom in again. And Ask be, Siri. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Is that real?" And it was real. So, so yeah, being being in being from a small town, yeah, almost anywhere. I feel like it's probably worse. Yeah, than the it's South. definitely. But, but it's definitely small wherever town, you go, and it's like that's one thing that we've noticed from touring is if you play in a small town, there's some like conservative like stuff you know it's like it's definitely got that like it's definitely a small town small town mentality yeah yeah Yeah. and it's weird like you get out there and then you like it almost weirds you out because you're like we're so it's like i thought we were in like illinois what is it yeah 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 no you'll be in illinois and it's like fucking trump sticker like 45 45 minutes outside of chicago like i thought you know surely not you're in the small town you know you're it's back in the same town. cultural bubble yeah. that you're in, and yeah. moral, you know, or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. It's just like a Brooklyn hipster is like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I wrote for Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, New York was, yeah. I mean, I've never even been there until we played it. So yeah, same. So I like it a lot. It's great. Big cities are scary, man. Why is that? I, well, because I'm born and raised in a in a tiny, tiny, small southern town. So. <laughs> So when I get to a big giant northern city, it's it's definitely like culture shock. Like I def I love it, <clears throat> and I can't wait to go back see all those cities. But it definitely takes me like a second to kind of like <laughs> fathom. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is different. This is weird, you know. But but it's awesome. Like that's why we do it. We do it to experience new things and see how people live other places. You know, it's like that's very fun to do that. Yeah, you know. Like, it's so cool being somewhere and just, like, sitting around with another band from, like, another part of the country or, like, you know, even even from out of the States, you know, like, yeah. like just just being, like, so, like, tell me about, like, what <laughs> tell me, tell me about what it's like there, yeah. you know, it's just really, really cool experience and, like, just meeting other people from, from so far away that if I weren't in a band, I've fucking never would have seen any of these people you know never would have had these experiences and that's really awesome to to be able to you know talk to a guy in toronto about a weird cigarette i've never heard of or some shit like that you know just like little things yeah. and it just it just makes all of it super worth it like i'm poor as shit right now <laughs> still after that still after that tour to canada but like but that's a memory you have. Yeah, to, I'm gonna die like, like, like I'm gonna be on my deathbed, being like, "Man, Mitch is bitches, dude." <laughs> <laughs> Just like weird things I saw in Canada, you know. Like, it's great. It's great. True. <laughs> True. Right. Well, Harbor, it was a uh, nice getting to talk to you guys. Yeah, absolutely. It was great being here. Yeah. So, what can we expect next from you guys? Like. Um, we have, like I said, we do have another West uh, tour planned for the uh, the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, we just released Indigo, and it is on. You can stream the full thing on YouTube. It's on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp. Yep, and you can find all that through our different social media outlets like Instagram, Facebook, and stuff like that. And you can follow us and talk to us and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. Just hit us up. We're we're gonna be playing more in Hattiesburg and hanging out and going to shows and writing and recording. So cool stuff on the horizon. I hope. You know, we. I mean, we're not gonna stop. So <laughs> no time soon. Yeah. No. No time soon. True. Good times. All right.